Round Guy Radio Sports coverage is brought to you by these great sponsors. Packwood Locker, Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded, just like you. Located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. Kyoto Transmission and Repair, specializing in transmissions, differentials, and driveline repair. You need a reliable family car for you or your student. Buckwalder Motors in Wellman has your car. McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto and Pilot Grove Savings Bank. Well, welcome to the Wraparound Show. Uh, it's a busy, busy night uh, uh, tonight. Uh, and we got Nathan Piercy, who uh, through some technical difficulties didn't get a call of the game, but uh, you do have the scores in the report from the Fairfield Trojans at Keokuk Chiefs game, don't you? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, like you mentioned, technical issues, unfortunately, unable to put it out live over the air on our broadcast. But we're still there, uh, still watch the game. Trojans, I got to say, this game might have been their best night of basketball on the year so far. And that's great news, considering the fact that we're down to crunch time. They got some tough games coming up, and we're getting close to the uh, tournament play. Well, I was, you know, checking in on that game and as a uh... – I was kind of cruising through uh, uh, several games, and uh, um, Kyoto Kiakut came out uh, uh, on fire, kind of played really well in the first quarter. Uh, but incrementally, the Trojans just kept getting, you know, pounding that lead and, and expanding it and expanding it and expanding it. And uh, the Fairfield Trojans are really, really playing some basketball right now, aren't they? Yeah, they really are, and, and you know, tonight, as as much as the, it's great to see that their offense put up the most points that they've ever that they've scored so far this year. Their defense, man, it was it was incredibly different than what we saw against Albia. Going up, grabbing boards. I mean, uh, just going up and, and destroying the rebounds, making sure making sure they grabbed them. And the offensive side, they were shooting the ball well, putting up great shots, some great plays run as well. It's a it's a it's an impressive team to watch when they're on like they were tonight, and if they can continue this, watch out the rest of the state because they can make a run there for that state title. Well, uh, you got some numbers for me. Yeah, so uh, JJ Lane led the way. He had twenty nine points, just shy of thirty. Man, I was really hoping for him to have thirty, but he had twenty nine. Max Wheaton had fifteen, and then it was uh, Ryan Higgins, like we mentioned on the show. Uh, earlier on today, who I who I said is kind of that X factor type of player, he had 12, 12 points today. He attacked the boards as well. So uh, those three guys all in double figures for the Trojans, and I believe Tate Allen had eight or nine. So he was just shy as well. Well, it's uh, yeah, you see the defense too, just as impressive. <laughs> there's a, there's a lot of block shots. It seemed like. Yeah, a lot of a lot of contested shots, a lot of block shots, and and they did a they did a really nice job also of boxing out. You know, like I talked about the rebounds, and they didn't do that well against Albia, and they they did it a lot better tonight. And uh, it, it was an impressive game from start to finish for Fairfield. Every time you know things started to maybe start to almost unravel, they were able to gather it back in and keep their composure. And I think their big thing tonight too is that they were patient. They didn't force things that they didn't need to. 
They, they were patient with the ball. They were smart with the ball. And it was very impressive to watch. And added the fact that they got some health back. Sam Wheaton was back in action tonight. He played well his first game back. I believe he dressed against Albia but didn't actually play. Uh, he was dealing with a foot injury. He was out uh, since the break, I'm pretty sure. Uh, but he was back. And you get the full rotation when you get guys in like Miles McEntee, who's back in action. Luke Consola stepped up and played really well along with their starting five. So they were, they were able to rotate eight comfortably, add in a couple more that – that could get some sparing minutes if you need to. And this team can definitely make a run, and, and they've got the ability to do so. They are really playing well down the stretch. Uh, what What's the difference between when they were, you know, they were playing well, but they were coming up short and losing one heartbreaker after another. Now it seems like they're putting some uh, wins on the board and uh, really starting to dominate, and the opponent doesn't seem to make that much difference. Yeah, you know, I think the biggest thing that they're doing now compared to earlier on in the season, they are coming out a lot stronger out of halftime. That was their biggest problem at times is they they struggled at halftime quite frequently and uh, coming out of coming out of the break, they they would you know not not make some things things wouldn't fall and things like that, and they'd find themselves behind the eight ball. And now they're coming out pretty strong, and it's it's starting to show. That uh, when they keep that when they keep the the pedal to the metal, it's it's an impressive team. They, they have, there's a confidence and a swagger uh, that wasn't there earlier in the year uh, that that's going on. Well, what about this key, uh, uh, Kia Cup Chiefs? They 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 look like they got a lot of spring to their legs and they 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 came out ready to play. But I mean, they they did get overwhelmed. But what? Uh, who are some of their performers tonight? Yeah, they you know they uh, they. They were playing bad. They just could not buy a basket tonight. It was kind of their biggest problem, of course. Uh, Diego Garcia doing everything he does all along with the Horde kid. It's just they couldn't get the baskets to fall, and you can find that with some good defensive plays. Uh, Fairfield forcing a couple uh, shot clock violations, and it turns out well for the Trojans. Yeah, well, uh, well, Nathan, anything else you want to talk about before I let you go and start spinning around the league? Uh, no, I think that's it. All right. Well, thanks for being with us earlier today. Uh, and uh, thanks for uh, your commentary tonight. Hey, thanks for having me. Well, we are swinging over to Burlington, Iowa, from Fairfield, Iowa. And we are talking to Andy Krutzinger of the Southeast Iowa Union, who was at the girls' uh, uh, super conference sh- uh, shootout tonight. And uh, you got to witness uh, 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 a big upset. Yeah, well, um, you know, so it was uh, a night for the for the Super South. You know, I think the Super South is is usually a little stronger than the Super North in, in girls basketball. But I thought the top teams, uh, honestly, I thought that our our Union area teams, Waco and Montreal Union, would uh, at least one of them would come out with a win today. But it was not the night for uh, for the the Union sports teams. Waco uh, lost in the. Um, the number two game here. I'm scrolling down here to see what I got. Where's the final on that? Yep. Hold on here. <laughs> uh, sorry, I clicked something and it went away. Here we go. Waco lost to um, to uh, Notre Dame in the number two game, uh, 51 to 45. And then Winfield Matt Union lost in the shootout championship game to to uh, to Minneapolis 50 to 35, which was a uh, a game that. Uh, Winfield beat Mediapolis at Mediapolis earlier that year, so it was a little bit of a, I wouldn't say a, a stunner or anything. Meepo's really, really good. But, uh, yeah, just a tough night. 
Yeah, Meepo just really, really impressive tonight. Uh, just yeah. kind of dismantled the uh, Winfield Mount Union. And am I uh, uh, correct to say that Winfield Mount Union hadn't lost any games up to that point? Yeah, they were undefeated, nineteen and zero coming into tonight, and uh, they hadn't played um, very many, possibly any single digit games either. You know, they got challenged by Meepo a little bit over there. I think they won that one by double digits, and and Waco gave them a little bit of a scare. You know. But um, just so they, one big thing is they, they never really got to play with their starting backcourt while it was a game. Um, Keaton Townsley has been one of their best guards for the last, since the, you know, the last three, four years. Um, she uh, had a couple of fouls early in the first quarter. One was a little, little ticky tack. I don't think she was super happy about, but uh, she had to sit out, you know, the, a quarter and a half until halftime and, and that hurt them, but they were still only down, um, they were still only down six points, 23 to, to 17 and a half. And, um, and then Josie Nelson, their other starting guard, uh, kind of got knocked on the head a little bit and was out for a little bit getting the concussion test. She, she missed about a whole quarter because of that. So, um, but Mediapolis just made shots. It was a pretty defensively dominated game, but when it came down to it, Mediapolis made the shots and it was a real off night for WMU and a little shell shocking, you know, cause they don't have very many off nights, but, um, um, and I didn't have Mediapolis stats on here, but I can tell you that the leading score for WMU was uh, Melina Epping, another senior whose who's game I think has really kind of blossomed the last couple of years. And she had a couple of moments where she took over for a little bit and kept a minute, but at the end it was a rough one. And I'm sure it's one that Winfield wanted to win because uh, these seniors uh, have been playing the Mediapolis seniors probably for, you know, who knows, 10, 12 years of their basketball careers. It's such a close knit rivalry and even though they're not in the, both in the north now but tough one for the old wolves yeah um well i got a little breaking news here the Kyoto eagles go to 18 and three there we are the 70 58 win over cardinal uh, uh that's uh, as up to the minute as you can possibly get because they just that's right. blew the horn on that game uh but let's talk about that i mean uh so you were there for both games yeah, uh, uh, it looked like the place was packed. What what is the environment like there at the uh, there at the uh, uh, SEC school? It's pretty good. You know, they've got plenty of room for everyone, which is nice. I'm a little bit partial to when Wesleyan did it because, uh, you know, first off, we cover Wesleyan. I have to be biased, and also because um, because it's a little smaller, and so the crowd is a little louder. Although it was pretty loud in there at the Meepo um, WMU game, but yeah, it's a nice environment. They had the Blackhawk, the SCC Blackhawks mascot running around today, kind of hyping up the students. So um, they do a pretty good job of running it, and I'm, I'm glad they do because it's it's cool to have it at a neutral court, you know. Um, they used to just have it at a home-and-home, and, and they, every once in a while they still do. Um, so this thing would have been in Winfield, and that would have been – fitting those four teams into Winfield would have been pretty rough. Um, but, yeah, so I, I kind of like how they put it on. You know, in that first game, uh, um, the, the Waco-Notre Dame game is – potentially a preview of a tournament game. Waco has Kyoto in the first round. Um, so if Waco can get by Kyoto, um, they would most likely play against Notre Dame, and then the winner of that would play Winfield if in the uh, sub-state semis. So I thought that was a real close game. Honestly, I thought the Waco did not play their, their best game, much like Winfield. Um, Ella Kissel uh, still had some big spurts, and she ended up with 22 points, and Emma Wagler had 12. But they, they came back. Um, Waco did from I think they were down six yeah they were they were also down six at halftime and they led at the end of the third quarter and it kind of seemed like you know 
<coughs> so I got a little pop there. Kind of seemed like, you know, Waco maybe was going to take over a little bit, but then the offense just – both teams had spells where the offense just kind of disappeared tonight. It was really um, uncharacteristic. But, hey, if you're going to have it, you might as well have it tonight and not in a couple weeks from then when you're at when your season's done because of it. So, Well, who are these uh, uh, big performers for both uh, the Notre Dame Knights and uh, this Minneapolis girls team? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, Notre Dame first off has Gabby Deary, who's just a, a fantastic down low. I talked to Matt Levins of the – Hawkeye after the game, and he, he said that it was one of the better games that he's seen her play, and he's obviously seen her play a lot more games than I have. And then Mediapolis, they, they just have a little of everything. They can rebound. In both cases, Winfield and Waco are both very used to out-rebounding their opponent by a lot. Didn't really happen tonight. Um, I really like Peyton Bush from Mediapolis has been a, <laughs> a big player for them ever since, you know, a few, uh, about three or four years ago when it was Mediapolis and Van Buren County in the big games in the postseason she was a freshman running around and she just she plays a lot like keaton townsley from um from winfield Mount union just darting everywhere and getting into passing lanes you know they're both a little shorter but they're you know they're like energizer bunnies or whatever kind of running around and um so i don't have a total stats the the stat board wasn't working or they didn't have it on at scc but um she's she's been one of their their main players and i don't know mediapolis just has a really good girls basketball um uh, what do you call it? I guess the Pro tradition. And I mean, you think about it, Mediapolis and Notre Dame are the, are the class of super conference girls basketball in the last 10, 15 years. <laughs> it used to be that they would play because Mediapolis just went down to the South. So it used to be that Meepo would play Notre Dame in the championship game uh, and they'd both be ranked and undefeated. And it would be like, like that Notre Dame team, the one state would go against like the Masters when they played at Mediapolis. And it was a really cool little rivalry, but um, even on, on years where, you know, they're, well, I guess media, they've both been ranked a little bit, but even on years where they weren't dominant over the rest of the conference, they, they both kind of showed up when it mattered most here. Well, uh, sounds like you were in for uh, just an unbelievable night. Uh, not exactly everything you thought you were going to get when you walked yeah, in the yeah. door. Well, uh, do you have any other scores or anything we could go over? I don't, actually. I know of teams that played tonight. I know that Mount Pleasant girls played in Burlington. I know that Keokuk played at Fairfield. I know that Washington uh, girls, uh, Washington played for Madison, uh, but I haven't got any scores quite yet. It was uh, takes a little out of me the doubleheader uh, aspect of it. Yeah, but um, well, I don't have too many scores in here from the KCII. Uh, looked like Washington held off and won. Uh, um, Fairfield had that huge win. Um, yeah, I bet they. I bet they pretty good. Uh, uh, the Kyoto girls lost, but Macy McDonald uh, did set the school record for the most threes. Uh, wow. And uh, the Kyoto Eagles won. So uh, I will uh, um, maybe see if I can't get a hold of Scotty Melvin or somebody and we'll go over some other scores. But thank good you so idea. much for your eyewitness account tonight of yeah. uh, what was a, a stellar night of basketball. Yeah, for sure. And then everyone, they, they stream these things. So if you can't make it tomorrow night to SEC for the boys, those are some high quality, some more, more, a couple of the more high quality games you're going to see in this area. So um, I, I I got my man, Hunter Moeller, uh, covering those games, but I'll probably flip it on the TV while I'm, while I'm goofing around uh, with the kids. Well, uh, uh, is there anything else you want to say before I let you go? 
I don't think so. I think I'm all. I think I'm all good. I'm all. I'm all tired out from this weekend. So. All right. Well, thanks for your little extra effort. We'll see you later. No problem. We are going to Eldon, Iowa, and we are talking to the voice of the Kyoto Eagles, Andy McGuire. Welcome to the program, Andy. Hey, how's it going tonight, Dave? Well, uh, uh, pretty great. Uh, uh, after a little disappointing loss by the uh, Lady uh, Eagles, the uh, the the boys team uh, wound up with a nice little win, and uh, uh, I believe they're eighteen and three now, right? That's correct. Yeah, with a win tonight, that takes the Kyoto Eagles to eighteen and three. Gee, so. Uh, it was on this really cool uh, channel called uh, Go SEC TV. Uh, was able to watch the, the both boys and the girls game. Uh, Want to congratulate Macy McDonald on becoming the uh, uh, the Kyoto Eagles uh, Lady Eagles all time three point shooter. How about that? Yeah, a phenomenal career for Macy. Really knocking down the threes as of late. So yeah, really happy for her. Unfortunately, the Lady Eagles couldn't get the win tonight their last uh, regular season game here, but uh, I'm sure they're all excited to have the opportunity to go to Waco and play that first round uh, postseason game. Yeah, that's next Saturday, I believe, isn't it? I believe so too, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm going to try and see if I can't get in the booth and call that game uh, uh, with uh, with the Waco uh, Warriors uh, cast there. But, uh, yeah, this was a great opportunity to see the team on, on TV, but they looked so great. Uh, um, Albia came out, or I mean, uh, uh, Cardinal Comets came out, uh, on fire, uh, but things started slowing down that second period. And then, uh, as so often the Kyoto Eagles do, they make some halftime adjustments and then, uh, pretty much everything went the, the Eagles way after that, didn't it? Yeah, you're right. You know, the, the Comets really came out hot as senior right in the gym. It was a really loud crowd for that girls game, especially I think maybe some of the varsity boys were over in the student section cheering on uh, the, the, the lady comments. But, um, yeah, it was a tough start for the Kyoto Eagle boys. Uh, I was really impressed out of the gate with Archer Metcalf, number five for Cardinal, really taking it to, to the Eagles down the lane. Uh, Kyoto just not being real disciplined and cutting off the, uh, the runner there in the lane. And uh, he did some damage early. I think uh, Coach Stout made some adjustments right in that box and one had Aiden Anderson on uh, on Metcalf, kind of like what they did a couple of different times in the season, um, you know, against um, Grant Bender against uh, Hillcrest, who uh, was kind of a similar player, maybe a little bit bigger build than what Metcalf is. But, um, yeah, he's, he's a real good player. Um, I was kind of chatting with some of the, the Kyoto fans around me before the game, and I thought this uh, Cardinal team was a lot better than their record shows. If you look at the games that they played, they played a lot of close games uh, in a pretty tough schedule, I'd say. They're relatively tough. Um, and uh, they had some good size, some good length, and some good athletes. And they definitely gave the Eagles a test tonight. Yeah. Uh, and the Eagles looked um, they looked good. They looked solid. Uh, and like you say, uh, took down a, a, a good – there isn't any any bad teams uh, after 22 games on – or, you know, once you – after you play 20 games, you're starting to be a pretty solid basketball team, you know. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, that's a lot of basketball. And, uh, well, what did you think of the gym down there? I thought it was a nice facility. You know, Cardinal has awesome facilities. The school's nice. Um, I've been over in the uh, rec center area. Um, and, and, 
my uh, son played some baseball, some travel ball, so they practiced in there. I was always amazed at that facility. Um, so yeah, between that and the gym, it's a it's a nice place. Well, they've had quite of a resurgence of athletics over there over the past several years. Uh, another football team uh, was very excellent the year before, but they graduated a lot of seniors. Had so much speed, but it uh, looks like to me they they still put a pretty pretty solid product on the on that basketball court tonight, didn't they? Yeah, without a doubt. Like I say, they have you know three or four really nice guards that can drive and create the paint. They can shoot. I don't know that they missed a shot in that first quarter tonight. They really came out hot. You know, senior, I think they had the adrenaline pump, and they were definitely ready to play, wanting to get the win. Um, and then they have a couple of bigs. Uh, the one big, 55, I think was his number, got a couple of fouls within the first three minutes, and it really kind of shut him down. But, uh, you know, they had a couple other kids that came in and uh, took care of the paint a little bit. And I actually thought they did a pretty good job of slowing Edwin Benito down tonight. Well, uh, do you have any preliminary numbers or just kind of uh, could you just rank the the shooters for uh, Kyoto tonight? What was that, David? You broke up on me. Sorry. Can you, who, did, who got some points for the Eagles tonight? Oh, sure. Yeah. So I think leading scorer tonight, without a question, Sawyer Stout. I think he was maybe up over 20. Um, and then I, I know that uh, Billy Kindred had a really nice night, knocked down some critical threes when they really needed some points. I think he was up in the – 13 to 15 range. I think uh, Evan was in double digits, and I think uh, maybe Cole Kindred was too. Um, so, you know, the four guys that usually do damage did damage tonight. And then um, a, a pretty good little rotation off the bench too. Connor Strand put in some good minutes tonight. Dalton Dodd came off the bench. Uh, Tanner Waterhouse came in and was helping out with uh, the guard play, which is what we absolutely needed tonight. They were quick and, and pressed. And then uh, Aiden McGuire got a couple of minutes in there, too, as well. I know EBF and Montezuma was also playing uh, out there on that, S, that Go SCC TV, which, uh, man, they, you guys were on the television. You looked good on TV, and uh, they had some great commentators, some real pros, and uh, some good uh, camera angles, and uh, a pretty impressive uh, situation there. Well, uh, Andy, we, we – we just uh, keep keep racking the wins up. Uh, I don't know if we've hard, maybe lost once since the second half. Yeah, they're really rattling off the wins, you know, especially in the in the second half of this post uh, Christmas break, uh, uh, you know, section of the season. Uh, just doing a really nice job. Um, you know, I think they're doing a good job keeping their heads in the game against some teams with you know maybe some less than a 500 records. So you want to, you want to see them try and keep up the intensity and coach Stout is, is, you know, keeping the starters in maybe longer than he would early in the season. I think just getting them ready, making sure that they're conditioned for this postseason run, hopefully. Well, it seemed like Dalton Dodd came off the bench with, uh, and had one of his better games. Yes, absolutely. He was playing excellent defense tonight, you know, put a couple up and in, uh, had I think a couple of assists anyway, so he, yeah, I thought Dalton was really solid tonight. Yeah, well, um, I guess we're getting ready to the playoffs. Couldn't be, um, couldn't be doing anything better than eighteen and three. Um, I'm sure we're going to get, uh, uh, hopefully, get at least a home game out of this. Yeah, I would imagine they would get you know a pretty good draw for postseason play. You know, finishing where they did in the sickle, especially sickle East. You know, you're at the top. Um, you know with a sizable lead and play tough on the West side too. So I'd imagine they'd get a, a good draw. Well, uh, is there anything else uh, that we didn't get to talk about that you want to talk about? 
No, I think uh, I think we've covered it. You saw it on TV. Excellent coverage tonight. I think Jacob Lenzendorf may have even been in the gym. Yeah, he's, um, he, so. he he told me he was it was on the list. Uh, he wanted to get uh, um, Macy's uh, three pointer, which he didn't yep. get get it up until in the fourth period. Uh, but um, you know, I think she hit two tonight. She needed. She was already tied for the most, but. Uh, she got it done. I don't know if it's a single season or all time record, but uh, um, outstanding season for that young lady. Yeah, yeah, she's been such an integral component for the Lady Eagles over the last four years. You know, and some times where they were even struggling to put five girls on the court, Macy was there for it. So, gotta commend her work and and what she's done for that basketball program. Well, all I can say is. Uh, if you don't put multiple guys on Evan Vivito, he's going to kill you. And if you put multiple guys on Evan Vivito, Sawyer Stout's going to kill you. Yeah. You know? So it's a pick your poison, I guess. But um, we're rolling. And uh, uh, thanks for the report from Eldon. Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, i got a few other scores here. Uh, let me see here. Newton Cardinals beat Oskaloosa 79 to 43. Uh, the Roosevelt Riders beat the Ottumwa Bulldogs 69 to 44. The Pella Dutch uh, edge uh, Pella Christian Eagles 59 to 56 in what I'm sure was a packed gym. Let's see here. Not too many more scores. Uh, well, I got that one. Let me see. Let me go to the other page here. All right. And then. Uh, I'll just read off all the rest of the scores that uh, came in last night in the area as uh, the Regina Eagles uh, uh, put a 10-point win on Mid-Prairie, 65-55. to um, Washington Demons outlasted the Fort Madison Bloodhounds, 71-64. And I think we had all the other scores. Here's some girls' scores. Uh, Fort Madison... Bloodhound, Lady Bloodhounds, uh, 43, Washington Demons, uh, six, uh, 34, Mount Pleasant, uh, 68, Burlington, 52, uh, Regina, 75, uh, Golden Hawk Girls, 60, the Danville Bears, uh, 72, Columbus, 33, um, the Burlington Notre Dame Knights, 51, Waco, 45, uh, the Comets, the Cardinal Comets, uh, beat the Kyoto Eagles 53 to 46 in the uh, ladies play there. Uh, Sigourney Savages, uh, got a win against HLV 39 to 31 and the Keokuk Chief, Lady Chiefs rolled on, uh, the Lady Trojans of Fairfield, uh, 66 to 23. All right. Well, that's the wraparound show, folks. Uh, thanks for listening. We uh, uh, will have another very, very exciting day. I guess I could, while well, I've got you here, I could kind of go over some of the matchups for tomorrow. Uh, let me see if I get, get it to come back up again. So today, you can see basketball from noon on. Uh, Lone Tree and Van Buren uh, tip off at noon today. Uh, the Clear Creek Amana uh, plays the Washington Demons at 4.30. Columbus at the Central Lee Hawks at 6. Burlington Notre Dame Nikes at Fort Madison or at uh, uh, Winfield Mount Union. 
today at 6. New London Tigers uh, at Peaked Panthers at 6. Wapolo at Holy Christian Catholic at 6. Cardinal Comets uh, going to play Highland today at 7.30. Waco uh, Warriors at the at the West Burlington Falcons in a matchup between the number four team and the number six team in the state at 7.30. So a lot of great games tonight, a lot of great, great games last night. This is the Wraparound Show. Thanks for listening. This Round Guy Radio sports coverage has been brought to you by these great sponsors. Packwood Locker, Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded, just like you. Located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. Kyoto Transmission and Repair, specializing in transmissions, differentials, and driveline repair. You need a reliable family car for you or your student. Buckwalder Motors in Wellman has your car. McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto. And Pilot Grove Savings Bank.